John, how are you today? Actually, we can't say morning anymore because it's afternoon. Well, good afternoon, John. How are you today? I'm well. I am I was I'll tell you what, I miss doing this podcast. I know it's not my podcast. It's not, you know, it's not really me. I'm like kind of like a hanger. I'm a I'm the I'm a dingleberry of this podcast is basically what I am. That is both hilarious and disgusting all at the same time. Congratulations. Well, thank you. But I You've mean, amused and disgusted me all at once. See, the thing is that when we started this, this was between you and Jessica, and then you were going to ask me questions, and then see what happens is once you unlock the box. Yes. What is that? Pandora's box? Right. Now yeah, we're I, all cursed? Is yeah, that what you're saying? Exactly. And then Jessica, she's announcing all these great and amazing podcasting things over at podcast websites, which is now a new name, which I forget the name of it now because it's what I do. Forgetfulness is my new superpower. Radar? No. Um, no, it's something, something, something. Okay. Well, we'll think of it before the end of the podcast. Right. Uh, yes. So she is not with us right now, but we are hoping at some point she will jump on, say hello, shout it out, and hit record. And that's right. Yes. Yeah. Right. So let's let's get started. Um, how was your weekend? You know what? It's kind of weird now because like the christmas thing is getting ready to get fired up i got a lot of feedback from people that were horrified that i look at envelopes from christmas cards yeah you know you said shit that made things explode it seems like if somebody's going to go and put out the effort to find the right picture, edit the fuck out of it, meaning take out the wrinkles, get out the red eyes, switch things up to make your family we already discussed that when you look at Facebook and Instagram, that's not really the life right. that's happening. That's a that's a filtered, shadow-free life of yes. – it's a dream. And you have to think of that when you look at it and not get depressed that everybody's living this great life. And then they're – that's what these pictures are too. They're putting their best foot forward and they're putting out the prettiest or here's what my kid looks like now or look at our lives. I – Love those. And you said, I don't even open it. I toss that shit. I, well, again, I wouldn't know because I don't I don't have x-ray vision and I don't open them. But I wouldn't know that they sent. I would say that they 99% of the people that send me Christmas cards wouldn't put a picture in. Why would you say? I mean, I, uh, from your experience in yes. the past? Because 99% yes. of them have the I'd say 100% of them have the picture on it for okay. me. So maybe that's a, I don't know. Again, so, okay, so that's number one. And then I found out that you send magnets. So then I kind of felt bad. Yeah. And then so now, like, Stu's like, don't send him a magnet. Yeah, he just... does not want you to get a magnet. He saw the bill and he said, fuck that. Okay. John does not get a magnet. So just so, uh, Stu, just to let you know that if you sent me a magnet, I would open it up and proudly, dis proudly display it either, uh, not in my house, near my in my refrigerator, but I would bring it down here in the studio. I actually have a perfect spot for it right here where it would be right here on the equipment there's a nice little spot here a metal rack and i would put it right there all right we'll see we'll, we'll see if okay. you get back on the list we'll, right. we'll see i'm off the list he's off no, the list you're off the list but i'm telling you that was really offensive people crawled out of woodwork people we didn't know even listen said how dare you yeah i didn't think it would be it was just something that just like popped into my head and i said it just off the cuff never realizing that the the venom 
that would come out. Yeah, you've actually turned into the people they hate. Yes, not that you asked me. Right, but you are the people they hate. I hate people who just, well, first of all, didn't you say that you don't even get your mail anymore but once every three weeks? Didn't you lose like- You know how, yes. Health insurance because of it too. All that. Here's the thing. I go to my post, the lady that puts my mail in the mailbox hates me because what she does, she keeps jamming in it in there until she can't get one more piece of mail in there. Then she leaves the door open. When I see the door is open, I know the mailbox is full. Well, what about like a mighty wind that takes your shit away? Like, I guess if it's all jammed in there so tight, nothing's falling nothing's out. Nothing's coming out of there. So I went to the mailbox. That's what she okay, said. And there was two pieces of mail that I needed to do something with. Two. Two out of like three weeks of mail. Oh, my God. Most of it was. And guess what? I, I checked. Not one Christmas card. <laughs> so I'm probably off of everybody's list. I don't send them. So if you don't send them, they take you off the list. Like, you know what? I didn't get one from John. John didn't send me a card. He's off the list. I don't live like that. You, If you didn't send it to me, I'm not sending it to you. But I do have to say, in addition to the cards with the pictures of like the perfect matching sweater, I think that's crazy. And I giggle. And I, I keep them for a week sometimes. But in some, for some friends, I keep them forever. But it's the Christmas letter Ugh. that I wait for. Because as a Jew who knows not from writing a Christmas letter... I get to hear what each of your 11 children has been doing throughout the course of the year. And I get to hear swim team. I get to hear all of the ugliness. And it is joy for me. And we read it out loud to the family. And we just, we love it. It's joy. J-O-Y, joy. Our friend Bob has joy written over his fireplace. But first it just says, until... After Hanukkah, it just says O-Y for oi for Hanukkah. And then after Hanukkah's over, they put the J in the front and make it joy. I thought oh. that was pretty funny. Okay. Unless his wife was named Joy. Okay. She is not at all. All right. I don't want to start with people I hate, but why not? I mean. Well, Jessica's just joining us right now. Come on in. The water's warm. Well, look at that. Jessica is here. Hey, Jess. We were just listening to what John did this weekend. Which was pouting his cornflakes about the Redskins or something, right? Well, that too, yes. But I was talking about the the feedback I got from Dear Listener over the fact that I don't open up cards, Christmas cards. Like, I really offended a bunch of people. And that was such a... I mean, just a few, I thought. Not a bunch, Oh, no. A bunch. Because there's other people that have listened to this that reached out to me privately. Uh-huh. Oh, is, is that so? <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. And said, that, they said you. You don't really, yeah, you don't really do that, do you? And I said, well, I don't think I'll be doing it anymore. No, I don't do it because I don't even get my freaking mail. So there's no way I would just throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I did go to the mailbox and, and pull everything out and not one Christmas card. So it's all my evil plan. It's all working. Yes, and your health insurance, which was canceled because you didn't go to your mailbox sooner as well. It's all working for you, That's a whole other nightmare. Well, again, that was supposed to be something that was supposed to be. Again, we don't need mail. We don't physically need mail. We know, know, honey. We know. I would like to boycott the mail and never receive any ever again. In fact, how can I do that? Because all I get is junk, and I feel like everything else should and can be just emailed to me. Right. I should be able to. Just get everything through email. Basically, what I do is I take and empty the mailbox and throw 90% of it into the the garbage. 
I'm pretty much the same way, to be honest, except for cards. I make a wreath and then I throw them out. I mean, why? I'm not sure why it's different. How would you get your bed, bath, and your mom coupons, your 20% off coupons if there was no mail? I don't go to bed, bath, and your mom because I do everything through Amazon. I shop through Amazon. I don't even go to those stupid stores. Stupid stores. Yes. Shame on you. Yeah, I don't. Shame on you. Uh, there's no reason for that. There's no reason for mail anymore. There's, there's these things, these te- this technology, and it's a perfect segue into, not that you asked me, the way we receive entertainment, the way we view entertainment has completely changed. But the powers to be are still trying to hold on. Like they're the typewriter repairmen of the new millennial. And these people are like shows like uh, the, the Tonight Show and uh, Jimmy Kimmel and uh, what Stephen Colbert, all these shows. Nobody watches them through anymore. Basically, what happens is you go and you look at the clips. The clips give you every all the good stuff. Okay, that's where I'm going to tell you that I DVR Stephen Colbert every night. And I put it on in the background as I get up in the morning or later in the afternoon if I ever get to sit down for the opening monologue, basically for the opening monologue. I don't clip it. I leave it on there, and I then I see who the guest is and see if I'm e- even interested. But I do DVR that, and I am still interested in that. Yeah, but there's so many people that don't do. I mean, any kind of show with right people who don't have cable, they have either streaming services and clips. Their laptop, they don't have. They don't need TVs. They watch all of this stuff on their laptops. It is a changing world, and I am surprised that you are in touch with that, and Why I'm is happy that? for you. Well, because I don't have cable TV. I have. That wasn't even a little bit condescending at all. You said that with pure non-condescension, which I think is miraculous. Aren't you surprised that that John, who yells on a regular basis, get the fuck off my lawn, you kids. Like, aren't you thrilled that he is in touch enough to know that a whole generation is growing up without real TVs or without subscriptions to with with. Fios or Comcast or whatever your cable provider is? Aren't you surprised? Yes. Again, very. not that you asked me. And I know there's a lot of people that I love the old people that are still paying $280 a month for cable and they have like no services. Or because I pay $25 for YouTube Red and I watch it I and I have it uh, a, a Chromecast thing on my t- TV, Chromecast, and I take my phone or my laptop and I cast it to the TV set, and I watch it from there for $25 a month. That's all I need. I need internet, which I get from Fios, and that's it. That's all I need. I watch a lot of it on my phone, my iPad, my computer screen, or now that I have the Chromecast thing, I can throw that right, you know, I can just put it right up on the TV set. I was doing that for a little while, Melissa, where I would tape the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, because I don't need to see the whole thing, but I do like a lot of it, and... It would just pile up and I would never get to watch it. It's like email. Yeah, after a while, I delete the folder. Like if I if, when yeah, I went away or sucks. when it when I see I'm at 80 percent capacity on a 27 terabyte thing, like I just I will delete the whole folder. But uh, I like I like the monologue because so much shit in the world upsets me to such a degree to for somebody who feels my same pain to joke about it a little gives me comfort. So I like it there. I said it. I like it. Right. There's um, <laughs> people that, you know, that are out there that love to bash the president of the United States. I find myself being one of them. Uh, I was the first one, as Jessica well know, that when I when he first said he was running, I said he's a piece of shit human being 
and we better hope that he never becomes president. Well, I don't know what the frig happened. Here we are. Here we are. (laughs) And now everything that I said is becoming true. And I just had a argument with uh, another person that I hate, the people that call up to argue with you because something happens and then they they know that you have the opposing point of view. So they call you to taunt you about it. And then I unload on them and we talk about it. And today was, of course, my cousin, Jimmy. He always calls me. And the Jimmy. The Jimmy. Uh, Jessica met the Jimmy. They, they, people I thought did. that that was just a character that I made up in my head. No, that's a real person. No, he just sounds like one. <laughs> right. So he called me up and he was telling me about how, you know, different things that were going on with the, our president. And I said, listen. He says, because you hate them. That's the other thing that they put things in your, they put things in your mouth that you've never said. You know, that's what they do to me. They call you up and then they, they say things to you that you've never said or you don't think. And I said, well, you, you just hate the guy. I said, wait, first of all, I'm here. I'll tell you what I feel. All right. He's a disgusting human being. That's a, that's a narcissist and it's all about him. And this is just one big giant play toy for him. Okay. And now people are fighting back and he found out he's not, he's not the wonderful guy that he thinks he is and he can't take it anymore and he's never going to back down and so that's where we went with that whole thing so yes i think that's the direction that every conversation east and west has about has about him it it always comes to the same we'll never agree we're in a very disgusting time where it's them and us and there's no this is not a political show. There's no easy path back to – I'm trying to get out of it. There's no easy path back to sanity and kindness and accepting people for having different views. It's hate and – or they're like me. If they're not like me, I hate them. Like it's a very – Right. Well, why does there have to be kindness? Why does there have to be kindness? Why do we have to be kind to everybody? Because Are kindness – Are you fucking kidding no, me? No, I'm serious. Why do we have – why is it – right now, no one's allowed to be offended – no one's allowed. You're not allowed to say. You're What's God forbid. You say that has nothing to do with kindness. Everybody's allowed to be offended. Everything's offensive. Why well, can't why people is be everything, kind? Why is every? See again. It's like the same thing where you have to go get. And let me. I'm working through this right now. So give me a chance. I might be wrong. I might have to swing back around here. It's like when we were kids, we talked about how when I got the chicken pox, everybody brought the kids over so they would all get sick at the same time. We all got the chicken pox at the same time. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and the thing I'm about it so is far. now. That we don't, our skin is too thin because we never, we never have to like let people say something about us or hurt our feelings or something like that. And first thing we can do is we go to victimhood because that gives us more attention. But before so being kind, what does on, this wait, have to wait, do with wait, kindness? Wait, I'm sorry, I'm, trying, I'm not following. Uh, give you. me a chance here. Shush. So what's going on here now is that since we have thin skin and it's great to be a victim now, that that's the first thing we go to. Before, exactly. when you were a victim, they teased you more. And made it worse. So what you did was you thickened your skin so you wouldn't let that bother you. We need to go back to more of that. Now, I know everybody, if you want to just send your hate mail right now, go ahead. But the fact of the matter is, is we as a a country are so thin skinned now, it's ridiculous. We know. We know how you feel about everybody's a victim and how everybody's offended by. That's not what we're even talking about. It's not. We're talking about not being a fucking dick and choosing to be kind. It's choosing to be kind. I could do it a little more often. I think everybody could do it a little. Just choosing to be kind. Well, then I challenge you to be kind to the people that have opposing views to you. How's that working out? 
I think that's the plan for everybody. You can have opposing views to me, but when you oppose my views and tell me that I'm evil for having opposing views, that makes you not kind. It's hard. What was it? It's nice to be nice to the nice. Who said that? It was a sitcom. I like that. Uh, It's nice to be nice to the nice. But again, so I can flip that whole script with both sides. But as far as I'm concerned, I hate that phrase. I'm in right. I'm in the middle. And I I see that the absurdity from people on the what we'll call left and the people on the right. And I, th- I see the absurdity in both because they both don't like to hear opposing views and they want to fight back so much. I don't even want to have a political discussion with you, but I have only seen the left reach out and say, let's do this together. Let's compromise. And the right say, no, you know we're going to get as much as we can from you because we see that you're bending because you're trying to be kind and we're going to take advantage and steal everything we can from this offer you're making. I saw it happen with healthcare. I saw it happen with guns and, and, and rolling back laws that were trying to be proposed. I saw it happen politically across the board. Every time the left says, here's something we want to put through. Let's compromise and make it work. The right says, fuck that. We're not doing this. We are going to take the deal you're making and we're going to add more to it till you water it down in such a way that it's pointless. I've never seen the right say, oh, this is our plan, but we'll give this. It's never happened. So- I won't wait for an example, and I won't wait for because I don't want to talk about this. Because our goal was to discuss our weekends, right. and my topics are friendship and and how people grow. And I have some like let's talk about fa- friendship. Fairly decent thoughts, but that should be good. <laughs> yeah, but but politically, which is not typically where I want to go with this show, it, it's nothing Ever. wrong with trying you know better, to be John. kind. I know, but what I'm saying is that both sides are ah. knuckleheads. You're both both sides, in my opinion, my humble opinion, my Christmas card throwing out humble opinion is uh, they're chuckleheads. That's all. Be kind, do good, show love. Really, three concepts that both sides can embrace without being a dick bag to the other side. Right. Yeah. Yes. Shocking but true. Right. I like the word dick bag. By the way. You know, you're also talking to someone, John. I, it's kind of hilarious that you're picking this fight with her because um, I know. at her kid's bar mitzvah, at least 15 times it was mentioned that Melissa's biggest and most often quoted phrase to her children was be kind or be quiet. Right. She is. She's not just a proponent of kindness. She would rather hear kind. She would rather hear nothing right. than kindness. And she told her children to shut the fuck up. Yes. <laughs> What it turned into. And when they got up on the beam to talk, I swear to God, I thought they were going to say, be kind or shut the fuck up. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm rocking. I'm rocking in my seat. Please don't say that. Please don't say that. Please don't say that. I used to be kind. Probably should have, though, because that's her thing. Again, me, I am for all freedom of speech. I'm for all freedoms, for everybody. Everybody. Everybody's point of view, except from uh, pedophiles. You can go fuck yourself. But everybody else. Cool. I am for for the one person to be able to say, state their ideas and their beliefs and the other person to state their ideas and their beliefs and just say, okay, you know what? Fair enough. You know what? I don't agree with you, but I, I understand that's the way you feel. And that's it. To, to go and squash and band and take down and, and not allow to speak, in my opinion, it's, her, it's horrific. Even if you don't agree with them, it's Agreed, horrific. Agreed, John. Be kind or Poor shut the fuck up. Right. That's what I'm um, saying. So – This weekend, past weekend, Jessica and I went to Ocean City, New Jersey, 
And we caught up with a very dynamic group of ladies with whom we spent four years, probably longer, of college for some of us, as some people started earlier and some ended and didn't leave. So it's probably about a six or seven year span of time where we were in physically in each other's lives. And and we have been in touch intensely and intently for 27, five, seven, how long? All of you? Yeah. 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 Um, since, since 1990, I started to be in the group in the spring of 1993. And this is 2018. So 25 years for me. And so I don't think so. I wasn't. Longer technically in the group, but I've lived with or, you know, hung out with or made out with, whatever. Uh, So um, I made some discoveries that, and and the biggest one for me is that... Always code your phone. Just keep a code, a passcode (laughs) on your phone. That is the number one lesson, I think, for everyone here The biggest discovery for me is that, and I, I want... I'm talking to you directly, dear listener, and this might serve in your family. This might serve in your friendships. For us, this group is kind of like family. Uh, So no matter how much you go through, how much growth and development, that how evolution your life takes, your personality, your self-discovery, you will really always be what you were when you were in the peak of that group. But there's really no moving too far forward. Yeah. Like, yes, like good for you figuring out who you are, where you mm, – doesn't fucking matter. Like even if it's Thanksgiving dinner, did you go home for Thanksgiving dinner and you were still the youngest of three or you still played the same role? You know, and- it's funny that you say that. that is, this is a very interesting observation that I also had as well. But go ahead. I think you revert. You revert I, – I think even though no matter how – much you grow and change as a person. I think no, when you get back around, different the minute you are out of the room, you revert. You revert back to that time. Then you go back in the room, and you're still the youngest stoner. And then you leave the room, and you go about your business as a CMO. And then you go back, and people think you're an idiot. And it's like I can, I can like why straddle the room that? between. But why know, is but that? Why true. can't why can't they embrace your growth as you try to embrace? Like I really, I really do feel like. Did you no? Nope. F- did what? you see it as well, or am Always. I just telling yes. you about? No, you did. You didn't tell me. See what? For oh, for you or for me? For me, I, oh, mean, I was talking about me. Were they right. not embracing your? Gro- did you grow? <laughs> just kidding. No, I mean, how, how were they not embracing your growth? No, this it's, it's not. I'm not finding fault. I'm saying, and maybe John's right that you revert. Maybe you just slip back into the roles that you've always known, or you, or this one always takes charge. Guess what? In my life, I'm in charge. Right? When we're doing anything, where we're going, what we're eating, what's happening, John makes fun of me every ten seconds for being this helicopter person about what's in my life. And when, I mean, maybe I, I give up that. I don't know. This explains so much, Melissa, because I did not revert, and it was very uncomfortable. Oh, you reverted a little from what I hear. No, 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 I did not. (laughs) I did not revert, and it and it was. What did you hear? Dissonance. Dissonance. What did you hear? (laughs) Because I drank. I heard that uh, you. Oh, I know what he's going to say. Yeah, I heard that you. Picked up somebody's phone and went snooping and it found something. I would you never have done. No. First of all, I was just drunk. No. I would have what never he's done refer- that. What he's referring to is that you had a cigarette and you're not a smoker. 
right? Didn't that's you have true. a cigarette? So that's reverting. That's one thing. Bit. Shut up, John. That's one thing <laughs> that you reverted to. Yes. Jessica, I did to can you control cigarettes. his microphone? Shut him up. Um, <laughs> I reverted to both cigarettes and eye rolling. Okay. Well, Lots of eye listen rolling. Listen to Melissa take charge of this conversation right now. <laughs> Sit down, John. Do you not um, want to speak about that part? We're not getting no. to that. Okay. I don't. So, but I mean, so, there's so much else. It was such a juicy, all of these personalities. And I don't mean like four of us got together. I mean, there were 11 of us in a room and they are not tiny personalities. So I do, maybe John's right the one time I let him speak um, about the fact that we, you know, slip into old habits or we, is that what it is? Because but I, I really didn't. F- and I didn't understand why everyone else was. And I could clearly see old habits coming out and I didn't understand why. Like I was expecting to spend time with the people I know them to be now. You went down there with your guard and your shield up. You expected a certain outcome when you went down there. I hear what she's saying that she didn't slip into it. She kind of sat for some of the weekend. I saw Jessica sitting by herself, truly observing. And maybe this is what she was observing that. Yeah. Like there's okay. So like, for example, there's one woman who, is very accomplished in her career and her life and her family. And yet um, I like her behavior showed me that she does not get enough accolades for these things because her (laughs) spouse is no, no, no. Her spouse is works on some famous stuff. And so where she was the star when we were younger, she's no longer that star. And I watched her sort of, I watched her friends revert and treat her that way, and I watched her revel in it and feel more like herself, and I'm very curious as to how that's going to work when she goes back to being in that person's shadow again. Like, that's going to be strange. Yeah, she'll just go back to being the person she was before she went to for the weekend. But I think also she was looking to pull that back out of her. Like, I don't think she wants to go back to the way she was. It is so funny to listen to women's go out, you know, like a women's weekend versus a man's weekend and what happens during these weekends. And ladies, let me just tell you something. You should be ashamed of yourselves because I've heard of stuff. I mean, flashing and rubbing of boobs and faces and stuff like i mean i never understood that to begin with we can discuss that if you want but uh, guys don't do so rampant when we were children that i thought for a while i was bisexual like i was truly sexually confused this weekend until i was like 25 (laughs) yeah i don't understand No, this weekend nobody was confused but it is it is a very open group of of women and the way you were confused i think i was released like i think i instead of being closed off and hide and i think i was accepted as i felt more comfortable back then with knowing that i felt more attractive because of the fact that all of these people were so open and so honest and so i mean maybe this weekend they didn't mean to be so touchy but i mean they were they were always like share and you're beautiful and it was just such a positive female empowering experience being with these women when we were younger yeah as a kid i it didn't bother me because i was constantly being touched by someone it didn't matter if it was the d sharps or boys or fraternity you know it was just like and i also you're you know when you're 19 your hormones are very charged up and you're like fine with anybody even just brushing by you and your bodies are tight yeah but at 43 at 43 i felt almost like i was observing 
like a, I'm going to act 19, but really, are these still good? <laughs> like it was almost like, I want to be this age, but I'm not this age. So I'm going to like, just see if you'll still accept me with these boobs instead of those boobs, kind of. What do you think? Do you agree? Well, I chalk some of it up to alcohol this time around. But come on, Melissa. I mean, it was not even, I was there an hour before I saw the first pair of tits. I should have been, I should have been clocking them like with a. That's a calling card for us though. That's a calling card. And I have no problem with that. I dug it. I'm like, but, but that's kind of what John's saying. We reverted back to, back to our old ways and our old old ways weren't so terrible. I'm not going to lie. They've kept us together. It bonded us during a time of self-discovery and, and. Sounds like a stripper weekend to be quite honest with you. (laughs) Wasn't that far off. Um, the other thing is the drinking itself, like, because we always always have, there's just an understanding that we need alcohol, bring lots of alcohol, drink lots of alcohol, wake up, eat and do it all again, because that's all we've ever done with each other. But like, I don't know, I didn't quite expect. Jessica, ev- what? I didn't drink what? at all the entire weekend. I didn't have a were- single beverage. I didn't have a single beverage this weekend. All right. Well, I did. Somebody had to stay in control, right, Melissa? Listen, what I did and what I'm talking about are totally different. I'm I'm observing everyone's behavior, including my own. And it's actually, it's kind of annoying because regardless of what I did, like I'm just saying what I observed, like I'm not sure why this group of women has to, has to drink around each other. Like I find us much more interesting and fun now when we don't, because there were lots of conversations I wish I could have had with people that I couldn't because I don't know, I was just wasted and we were smoking and we were laughing and we were stripping. Like, why can't we just like, you know, that sounds like fun to me, but the times when we woke up, yeah, well, the times that we woke up and were wildly sober, I had some really great conversations and I had some, yeah, I hope but you I just had wanted those that times the whole, too. I did, but I just wanted yeah. that the whole time, I guess. I just didn't, it would always disintegrate and I just wasn't sure why. But yeah, I mean, I'm not, just, I don't want to complain. It's just that it makes it, I, because I was participating. In fact, the second night I was even drunker than the first, but like, um, I just don't know why we have to do it when there was so much to talk about that didn't have to do with our boobs, I guess. I think if we had six days to do this, it wouldn't have been. I think you're shoving everything into two nights. And if we had more time, I. Six days. You're lucky you got out when you did. That breakfast that you. We said goodbye to you and ate breakfast. And man, it was one hour too long. I'll tell you what. They were driving me up a fucking wall and vice versa, I'm sure. I see something that Jessica's talking about. It's like when everybody's sober, she feels more attached to the crowd because of, you know, they're all adults and you're having adult conversations and everything. And then when the drinking started, it reverted back to teenagers years where she doesn't. That's when you think the revert happens. You don't think it's the second you walk in the door. No, because John, this is what I was. Remember when I just said it was an hour too long. Let me just give you three scenarios at this breakfast. Okay. Scenario number one is we get in the car and we're trying to drive to breakfast and Marnie at a stop sign says, you're going to have to slow down. They don't have the right of way. And I was like, you do know I'm 43 years old and I have my own business and I know how stop signs work, but thank you for telling me. (laughs) Thank you for navigating when you see the GPS in front of both our faces right there. I can see. Thank you. But she kept doing it until we got to the airport. Telling me which way to go, make a left. 
fine. fine. I just let it go. Fine. Scenario number two. We're all sitting at breakfast and Marnie. By the way, John, she's a listener. Here we go. Go ahead. They're all listeners for fuck's sake. They'll all they'll be another, listening to this one. I know that. Another time, Marnie's like asking me about podcast advertising and, you know, Amy, because she knows a little bit of advertising, is kind of like jumping in here and there. And then Dina out of nowhere goes, so, um, like, what's the like purpose of your podcast with Melissa? And Amy, of course, is pissing herself laughing now. World peace. We're doing it to solve Because now problems. she's just like, Dina, your questions are I'm like, what the fuck do you do it for? And I was like, no, I understood what she meant. And I was trying to get to it, but I couldn't because she was like killing herself laughing at the at like how rude and insulting that question was. No, but it's Dina. She comes at it from a she's sweet and just, innocent. Yes. She's sweet and innocent. She's so not like, rude. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, like <laughs> that's exactly how she talks. But yeah, it was funny. And I was like, you know, I tried to answer her the best I could. And I here, can I can I answer? What's her name? Dina? Can wait, I answer her? The third thing that happened. Wait, I'm please, almost done. Please the let me answer her. Third scenario was that when I very first sat down and we were like trying to order. At one point, Amy was like, she puts her hand on my back and slowly leans over to me and she goes, "We all want to hear what you have to say, but a little bit quieter." Shh. Oh, so she shushed you. <laughs> uh, I feel her pain. And, uh, Wait, but wait, but wait. Again, I'm an adult. Right. I'm, you know, I don't need to be shushed. I'm a, I'm a human adult. Okay. I'm not drunk and I'm not stupid and I'm not baked. All the things that I were when we were friends when we were younger, I am not anymore. So I can control my volume and my car. And I know you guys are all listening and you know that I love you anyway, but I just think it's funny that like we didn't have to be drunk to revert. We were reverted completely sober as Why well. Why does that happen? Why does that happen? That we just fall into the old ways of how we first knew each other and how we first built these friendships. We just, it's just a, I mean, even in your family, think of Thanksgiving dinner. I'm the youngest child. Does it go back to, I'm always the youngest, I guess. Not just, I have to ask the four questions. None of us even smoke anymore. Why did we get cigarettes and then the same five people go out and smoke cigarettes that we used to when we were younger? The same people who didn't smoke then stayed inside. The same five people who like like to sit in the back of the bus were going in and out all night smoking cigarettes. And like, it's just bizarre. I was worried about that because I don't want you picking up that bad habit again. We don't even smoke anymore. I'm not going to. It's revolting. Truly. So then why? It is the most revolting taste. I've, but, you know, you're there and those are the people you smoked with before. And it is. It's like it's like everything that happened in the last 25 years ceased to exist. Although it didn't. And like some of that stuff irked me. Okay. Some of that stuff was bothering me. Dear listener, if you have this experience, please write us and tell us about it. We would love to hear that we are not the only ones who get back together in a group and just slip into old habits. I will say I don't do this with other friends that I've had lifelong friends with. Like I don't like we are essentially the same people. But like with my camp friends, for example, well, like this, these are your we, wild child friends. Yeah, I mean, they that's are, true. They are. Yeah, wild I mean, that's child true. Friends. That's true. But like I don't do this with my camp friends. I don't do this with my high school friends. I mean, I drink with them a little, but like I don't revert back into the slut that I was in high school or but whatever. Do you, but when you see those other groups, do you see them for a 48 hour spell or is it we go out to dinner no, not and really. then we're I mean, driving sometimes. home? So our experience in the beginning was li- pretty much living together and having true. intense, I mean, our friendships have lasted this long because we've been through self-discovery and intense relationships and life yeah. changes. Like we've, we are, we are, I hate to start singing Sister Sledge, but we are family. You know, the difference is I think with my camp friends is we're a lot more similar than the D like there's in the D shirts, there's like, there's like older women and Catholic women and atheist women and hard rock, like, and normal like rock and women. roll women and, and like, 
slightly autistic women and who's like, the normal one? you know like spotlight ham women and shy women like we're all different whereas like in camp like we're all jewish and we're all i just want to find out who's the normal one well it's Me. just something someone Stop had it. once said that that weekend somebody said something like oh i've never worked for i've only always worked i've only for, worked for gay jews i've never i've never regular people never normal people <laughs> yeah normal thought, people uh, normal yeah. that was like yeah that was interesting I've only and we all for tilted our heads and we we're like I don't know that she meant that or what that means, but that doesn't mean we're not going to repeat it eighteen hundred times before we leave. Though, can somebody pass me the guac? Like it was just moving. Just a along. normal person, not a but, gay Jew. Just a normal person, pass it to me. Right. But John, your your point is well taken. When Stewart t- took a boys' trip, they went fishing, they drank, they watched a football game, they actually went out and found a pickleball tournament somewhere and then they went and sat on the water and listened to live music and then they went home and then they went to bed or they played ping pong like it was programmed these girls wanted no activity whatsoever other than just sitting pretty much on top of each other sing- pretty much and singing let me tell you that was fun to watch for me as i don't sing oh that's the other thing is like i wish we could fucking just wing it like they do in pitch perfect i am i i'm that's complaining it is real. I Pitch know it's not real. not real. But listen, I'm just saying like, like I would just love to not sing Drinking's All There Is To Do or Shadows of the Night. Like I know that's the one we all know, but I just, I just, it's can be, you. It, can, it can be, I, I know this is, I'm going to be so sorry that I, I'm just trying to be honest. And I know a lot of the D Sharps listen because they feel close to us and whatever, but like, whatever, if I'm not honest, then what's the fucking point? I don't care what you guys think. I have to tell you. Um, it gets boring to me to sing the same, and it must be boring for you, Melissa, because again, you never sang it. Again, it's nostalgic for me. I love it. I laugh my ass off. And you guys, they did not take themselves very seriously doing it. It wasn't no, but like Barbies are nostalgic. No one's breaking out their Barbies and playing with Barbies. But see, the thing about it is, everybody wants you. To, everybody wants to hear the hits. Like the Rolling Stones, believe it or not, are going out on tour this spring. The Rolling fucking stones are going John, back out it. of tour. That's it. Right there. That's everything. Everybody wants to hear the hits. When right. we get together, what the hits were, be it in music, be it in boob flashing. And why isn't it interesting to see if your tits look as great as they did at 19 after press pushing out three kids? Like, guess what? This is what we look like now. It's not interesting to press them up against the window while you lick the glass. Oh, that's I, bizarre. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> Damn right. I think that and you're laughing, so you know it's hilarious. It's hilarious. Whatever. Yes. Just if it's nothing you're not- it's impressive. Yeah. So they sang and it was great and it was I mean it was just so lovely. But recording it, like they didn't sound great. They felt great. You know? Yeah. It, it felt great being together and being a so, but singing the same stuff brings you back to the deer park. It brings you back to all of those memories, which is what John said. People want the hits and we revert. Dear listener, tell us your stories. We are so interested. So that was our weekend and it was, I had a great time. It was delightful. I had a great we, time. We posted some pictures. We, She's not going to let us stop. She's going to plow through. She's not going to let us stop. I had them. a great time. And it was. It was delightful. It was soul quenching. And now back to our lives where we actually are in control and do not revert back to our 19 year old child self. I did have a great time. I don't want it to sound like. Oh, look blah, at blah, that. Blah. I don't a- think anybody that was listening to this show up until then thought you had a good time. I know. I, didn't. I know. It's probably true. I did have a good time. I just am. I'm Girls, participating thank you for in being the- a part of it. 
Yeah, I'm just participating in the observation of the You weekend. know what, Melissa? You are the Sarah Huckleby, uh, whatever her name Sanders. is, don't Sanders. You, you watch your, of did this I tell right you to now. stop talking? That's exactly what you're doing right now. That's exactly what you're doing. That lying whore Why bag. do you say that, John? Because she is, she is moving the directive of what's going on, the natural flow of the show. So if I can talk to Dina about why, what's our podcast about, it is where we come on here and we talk about real-life situations the real things that happen in the world. And we try to entertain and maybe uh, make sense of it. Right. And, and stir emotions, even if it's, you know, any kind of emotion. We try to stir emotions and some people can handle it and some people can't. And, and we're looking for the people that can. That's what this show is all about. So when you steer the narrative away from something, I don't I'm just I don't understand that. Also, I like the relationships that I have with those people now. And they were kind of shallow back then. I don't want it to go backwards. There we go. So my, my last thought on the weekend um, as, as, you. as we're moving along, agreed. My last thought on the weekend is uh, my quest. It's really a question about toothbrush etiquette. Two of our friends said, just use the toothbrushes that's in there. I just used it a minute ago. It's fine. I said I was one of those people. I think. I'm sorry. What? And what Crit is your generous. toothbrush etiquette? Do you share toothbrushes? No. Who raised you? A pack of wolves? Who raised you? A pack of wolves? Um, no, I don't. Again, I, I would that, I but... would have walked in and found my toothbrush and thrown it in the trash <laughs> and then went to another uh, store to get another toothbrush. I would never. Exactly. I would share with Aaron. What? Like I, I was one of those people that was just like, just use mine. I don't fucking okay. care. I don't fucking care if Aaron uses my toothbrush. I don't care if she wears my underpants. I don't care. I just That's don't care. That's a different story. There's only one person in this world that I would share a toothbrush with, and she's not in this country right now. So what I'm just saying, and I'm not even happy about that. But the fact of the matter is, I would share with Stuart, but I, uh, I, I would probably clean it first too. But what? They're just willy nilly. Well, first of all, I guess we should be grateful they were brushing their teeth. But to just share True. toothbrushes like that made Ugh. me kind of want to vomit. I like, hope we don't all brush our teeth on a regular basis. What? So. Who? What? I'm not telling who, but that person uh. does listen, and you know who you are. Oh, I don't want to know. Please don't tell you me. You don't want to know. You- but that person, she's just like, you know, sometimes I forget and whatever. But what I'm saying is like, I don't usually share my toothbrush, but I don't care if Aaron uses my toothbrush. Now, however, the only thing I really ever cared about sharing, this is so bizarre, is like my first husband used to want, use my deodorant and that made me want to gag. Is it a roll on? Is that why? Yeah. Okay. I, but you were like, you said the thing I, I mind sharing and then you said my first husband. I'm like, well, you shouldn't have to share him. But no, he's. A, I'm happy to share him. I meant the deodorant. I'll wear, share my underwear and my toothbrush, but not my deodorant. That's just b- fucked up. I'm not even really 100% like, I, I got to really, really be friendly with you before I'll let you eat off my fork or drink out of my cup or That's something true. like that. I've never that. done that before. Drink out of your. Yeah, think. I don't. Yeah, I'm not a like if someone did does that if they if they just for some reason lose their mind and reach over and like take my cup and drink out of it. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's yours now. You can have that. Wow. Yeah. Is it a germ thing? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, it is. Because I'll share. I'll share. Here's food the thing. With almost, if I don't want almost anyone, if I don't want your tongue in my mouth, I don't want your <laughs> mouth on anything that I put my mouth on. That's my so, rule. I think with this group of girls, oh, I I, I don't feel that way. <laughs> I don't. I I've I've had their mouth Aye. before on me, so I don't. I don't mind. I I don't mind. Girls are crazy, man. Women but are. Nuts. I don't want their toothbrush in my mouth or mine in theirs. Yes, especially this group. It doesn't John. bother me. What's wrong with me? It Ew. doesn't bother me at all. Jeez. What do you mean, especially so, with this group? Hold on. What? Why not? What are you talking about? 
You think they're dirty? How no, they have dirty mouths? No, especially with this group, I would mm. share a drink. I would share. I've shared kit. Like I don't mind that at all. Just the toothbrush for some reason bothers me because I know there's so much horrible bacteria in your exactly. mouth. Exactly. I don't think about it coming out and jumping on my food. I would, or I guess even when making out. But, but anyway, here's the thing. Boys trip. Stuart takes everybody to. Uh, McDonald's quickly to grab breakfast before getting on a super early boat out to go fishing. So they run to McDonald's and McDonald's has totally changed over their ordering system to have as little amount of personal contact as possible. They have screens all over the inside of McDonald's. Touch, touch, poke, 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 poke. I'll have this, I'll have that. Customize, customize, enter, swipe card. Just wait for them to say your number. You didn't talk to anyone. Well, they tested all of those screens. Oh, my God. Not, you want to guess what percentage had poop on it? 100%. All of them? 100% of all of those screens in McDonald's had fecal matter on. That's because you filthy swipe. animals refuse to wash your hands when you take a shit. Yeah, of course. What is wrong sure. with you? And now it's on every screen and everything you <laughs> fucking touch. Are you all right? Is he, is he going to be okay? Well, what the hell? Because now One, we're all coming to that now. Touch 100%. this, touch that. 100%. Filthy animals. He's not going to be okay, is he? Now, no, because I can't I go just... to a Wawa now and order a sandwich because of you filthy animals. You're going to go to the counter and say, I realize there's a screen, yeah, but can I'm I just tell you what I want? Shit screen. Take a piece of paper and a pencil and write this down. I want a large meatball with American cheese. Sir, just poke the screen. Do me a favor. Go wash your hands right now. I want to see you do it. Because I don't know what she's done. So how do we get past this? Do we have to carry wipes around? We have to now wear gloves because of those filthy animals that will not wash their hands. Then the gloves are going to be covered in poo. You can't win. So do we educate on proper hand washing after bathroom use? People do educate. They just don't want to do it. Right. It's I don't have enough time. There's no paper towels. I don't care. It's my shit. Fuck the world. Well, it's your shit until you touch John's yeah. screen and then John touches his food and then he's eating your shit. Thank you for sharing. Ugh. <laughs> not, not 90%. I'm telling you, 100% of screens tested throughout all of their stories. Yes, all of them. I have to tell you something else that you're not going to like. And then maybe this will make it better. Maybe it won't. If you test your toothbrush and it's in your bathroom, it will also have poo on it because when you flush, poo particles go in the air. Right, because when you flush, there's a little mist of pooness. Poo. My my toilet isn't has its own door; it has its own area. Of course it does, but for the rest of us, <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> how does it feel to be more clean than the rest of us, Melissa? How does it feel? Just my toothbrush. How does it feel to be both cleaner and superior as a result? You know what I do with my toothbrush? I, I, I take my toothbrush and I put it in a medicine cabinet. And here's the other thing I do. When I flush the toilet, I put the lid down. So I think my toothbrush. I put the lid down too. So then you are elitist. But my just... son doesn't always. Yes. Filthy Isaac animal. doesn't always. Well, he's, he's got an excuse. He's he young. likes to watch it leave. Who oh. doesn't? Does he wave also? But and he then also he's impressed loves to... by the size and 
You know, that's because he's a boy. But he also probably likes to run his hands in the water and wash his hands afterwards because that's enjoyable. So he's at least washing. So let him watch it as long as you're washing. I mean, I'm I'm not going to lie. There's been times where I've been in a public restroom and I hear a guy in there grunting and all that other stuff. And then you hear him roll up the paper towel and all the the, the thing. And you hear that and he flushes the toilet, gets up and then walks out of there. And then you hear the door to the restaurant. And then he walks out and you feel like taking a baseball bat and going out there and whack it. Go in there and wash your hands. Hmm. <laughs> who are you it's hmm. more important than finding out who the random masturbator was we'll never know now see that's a perfect example melissa i never even got to tell that story and that's a story that i think would have been appreciated in that crowd oh yeah that definitely in that crowd would have been appreciated yeah. i didn't even get to tell anyone i got to tell like well, one person if they listened to the podcast they would have heard the story because we did it here true i'm talking about the people that didn't well, I guess. Fuck them well then fuck listening. that yeah exactly yeah. that's i'm with you thought about that well, it is that's all i care about so i'm glad you guys had a good time <laughs> We're we did up i did holiday. have a good time i love those women all all for sure mm-hmm. i like some of them the ones that listen i just um you know I, I got so i got so removed at one point that i took an autism test to see how asperger and autist autistic i was because i was like why is this not why do i hear all this language and i don't relate to it and I thought maybe it was because I was autistic. And I am slightly autistic, but that, I don't think that's Are you why. really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's on a scale and all that other stuff. I mean, listen, just the concussion could give you a little bit of a autistic tendencies, but I don't know the, if that would be the, the same disorder. The test know. results are like, hold on. The test I just got to tell you, my new superpower is forgetfulness is basically. Oh, that is a good one. Mm-hmm. I don't actually think that's a power. Well, it can be. I think that's a drain on any power you might have had before. Yeah, it really is. It's it's upsetting, yeah. to be quite honest with it, you. It sucks. Right? Yeah, it does. For me, it's words. I can't pull words out of... I mean, I told you last week, Ethan, I have all of the words. You're going to need me. I'm losing some of them, so you better hurry up and use me because... Last night, I was watching a TV show, and there was a host on... It was one of those talk show hosts. And I knew the guy's name. I could think of his first name. I could not think of his second name. I, I could sit there and name everybody else on the show. I got to his first name. I couldn't think of a second name. Two hours later, after the show was over, I was laying in bed, and it came to me. And I was like, wow. Oh, well, at least it came to you. Boy, am I on a delay. <laughs> <laughs> if only you could edit yourself in that delay. Right. Well, yeah. like I said, and it's funny because when Melissa says to me, you know, when I allow John to talk, to be quite honest with you, I control the show. I control who talks. That is very true. That is very true. But there are times where I feel like, John, no, bad dog, sit, stay. Not going to lie. It's probably true. But the nice (laughs) thing about a podcast is what we do is I kind of feel it's like truth serum here. Like I can come in here and basically be honest. It's true. And I don't have a problem with people knowing things until I get the feedback. But even if when I get the feedback, again, it's... It doesn't matter to me if what people – I always say it's none of my business what people think of me. It really isn't. I am who I am, and if they like me, they like me, and if they don't, they don't, and I don't care. You're like Popeye. I am what I am. Basically, yes. And you used to eat a lot of spinach. Well, no. Uh, but I am – I feel that I'm kind, and I feel that I'm – I you know, I, I have a, a giving tendency and stuff like that. I don't feel like I'm somebody that would is a horrible person. So I can live with um, that. Do you know who horrible people, you know what kind of people are horrible people? I'm sure you're going to tell us. 
um, right now, people who are terrible gift receivers. Ooh. Oh, my husband's like that. It's worse. They are horrible people. I don't know. Now, maybe uh, I am one. I don't know that. How is that? What's a terrible gift receiver? Because I'm a terrible gift giver. So terrible. Right. Well, I'm an excellent gift giver. I put a lot of thought. I put a lot of, I don't know, thoughts enough, but sometimes money, mostly thought, and to finding the right gift for the right person. And to receive a gift and say, like, Stuart, my spouse, is a terrible gift receiver, and he has taught our son to be a terrible gift receiver. Oh, no. And Mallory, you could wrap up sweet and low and give it to her, and she would be happy that you thought of her. And she would tell you how sweet, haha, get it, how sweet that is. And she just, she is just fucking delightful. Give me an example. Like, what is a terrible gift receiver? How does that work? Here we go. Ethan, for this, this is, tonight is the third night of Hanukkah. Right. And yesterday for the second night of Hanukkah, Ethan got a gaming chair. So a chair for his- a cool gift. Right? For his desk up here in my office. I let him put his, he does his work up here. He's got a new computer. And he had this super uncomfortable wooden chair from his childhood desk that he brought in here. And- I mean, if he sits there for a couple of hours playing Fortnite, it's so uncomfortable and he creaks out of it. Like, it's the worst. You know, a comfortable chair for long periods of time is is the key. So I get him this chair and he opens it last night and he said, is it personalized? Does it have my name on the back? Does it have like... Nothing's ever good enough. So I Nothing guess is ever... You're not as what? good of a gift giver as you thought then, are you? A good gift giver would have had a personalized chair. Hold on. What was wrong with the fucking chair? Who has ever personalized a gaming chair or any chair? What what, what is he, the director? And I need to put his name on the back of a chair? No. Is this back from the days you used to put his his name in his underwear when he went to camp? I I still do that. I put his initials in it because he still goes to camp. And, And half the time before camp, I'm buying him things he's never seen before. So if he doesn't even know it's his... I mean, there's no way he's going to be able to remember those are his clothes. They're just okay. remember they're concentrating on hooking up and not uh right. So not their clothes. So okay. So he so it wasn't personalized. And then what happened when he found out it wasn't personalized? He just he's like uh, oh he was totally disappointed. And then he opens the box and he's like oh you have to put it together. <laughs> and I'm like hey dick bag you need to put it together. Stuart was out late. He worked till after midnight last night. Uh, three to midnight shift. So he, I said, you have to put it together. I'm on the phone. And yeah. so he does like two thirds of it and he can't get the back on the arms, the back, the whole thing. And he's totally frustrated. And he looks at me like, how fucking dare you get me a gift that I need to work to, to create. Dick. Right. I was, I was like, you are the worst gift receiver. So I, so I said, get out of here, go do something else. And, and you I put, put it together. Cha- I put the rest of the chair together. I can't believe you did that. See, I would have sat there and said, okay, now put that there. I would have told him how to put the he chair He knew there. exactly where everything went, but the weight of the back of the chair, he couldn't line up and get the screws in on the sides by the arms. To, it just, he didn't have the skill. He didn't have the dexterity. Well, he never it. will because mommy came in and did it for him. And that's the problem with kids today. Instead of letting oh, them sit start. there and figure it Jessica, out. Jessica, just stay off his lawn and you'll be fine. Well, I mean, There's come so on. many problems with kids today. That's, That's the problem with kids today. You, the mothers and the parents go in and baby them and do this stuff for them. And before, my father would have said, guess what? I guess if you can't put the back on that chair, you don't get a chair with a back on it. 
I gave him 38 minutes. He did it for 38 minutes. And then I just, I just was tired. I said, I'm on the phone. And he just kept going, I'm on the phone. Like, get the fuck so out of here. So what he did was he kicked it. things around for until you got off the phone and said, mom, I can't do this. Can and I tell you, you a secret? Go ahead. I really like putting things like that together. Well, then you Me should. too. I'm actually quite good at it as well. I, re- I really liked it. I don't I want Scott him put to any get, of this shit together. I wanted him to get the experience of opening up the directions and following step one, step two, step three. And when he got to the last step and it was like awkward and uncomfortable and... Mommy comes in and saves the day. I kind of like that stuff. So yeah. okay. well, um, I was happy to do you. it. But doing gifts and shit like this then he goes out and he gets a, a mouse with Stuart they went to Costco and he wanted this gaming mouse so Stuart bought it for him and I said well happy first night of Hanukkah he goes wait what yeah well guess what we're not just throwing shit at you because your grades are great like you earn things or you buy things or that's your first night so he was totally disappointed with that Stuart you can't give a gift without him asking where do I return it yeah. um, he's the worst <laughs> can I return this how much? Then he'll say, "You didn't spend too much on this, did you?" Like he doesn't want any money. Like Scott he just, he's is the, the same worst. Fucking way. I, but it starts way back with, "What do you want for Hanukkah?" I don't want anything. Yeah. See, I'm the same way though. You know, you must want something. Well, let me look at my wish list, and then three well, days Scott go by. He used to have an it. active wish list. He used to have an Amazon yeah, wish list, which was six. Oh wow, that's uh, a long time I mean, ago. No, it's probably like 2014. But then, uh, but then, you know, I have inevitable. So like. Now I've gotten to the point where he has to show me the two things that he wants and then I can pick from like a, you know, two or three things. And then once he gets it, he'll go, oh, you didn't like this one or you didn't like that one. And now I have to be grilled about the other things that he may or may not he have wanted. Choose. Still right. mulling over whether or not it's the right one and should, I mean, it's so irritating. Or I'll have to hear and see every feature. Like, so this year I got him a knife, like a pocket knife. I don't give a fuck what the handle's made of or what kind of blade. Like, don't tell me about it. Just just deal with it. And also, I don't want – I'm not that great either because, like, I feel like he gets me gets me gifts that, like, I don't know. Like, I'd rather just tell him what I want or buy it myself. I don't care Well, about that's gifts. the difficulty. Hanukkah is a holiday for children. So we yeah. do, as adults, get what we want when we want it. We do. It's just the lives we live. So why are we even getting each other gifts for that? But, like, for birthdays, for Father's Day, for anything is the worst. John, do you tell people what you want? He has everything. All right, so I have to ask you a question, because for the past 22 years, I have successfully taken myself out of the gift buying situation. Yeah, you mentioned. All right, so, you know, when I got married, I got my wife to to do all the Christmas shopping. I just gave her money. All right. And then for her, I just had to get her one thing. And then she did the same thing. She gave me a list and I picked one thing. It was the the best because I didn't have to do. I didn't have to think about it because I am a terrible gift giver. So now the switch this year, the situation has changed. I now have someone in my life that I have to give something for. I have to get her something and I don't know what to do. I don't know. I'm not good at clothes. I don't know what I can't really pick out jewelry. I don't know what to do. I can tell you what I could get her a good laptop or something like that. But look at Melissa's face. It just glazed there. Look at that. <laughs> See, exactly. Anything on Uncommon Goods. Go to Uncommon Goods. Find stuff that she likes. It's a great website. Likes. Okay. It's a great website. Lots of thoughtful things, personalizable things. You can find something good there. I promise. And she is coming here right after Christmas. So we're having like a late Christmas. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like now I have to do the thing where it actually means something. And I'm terrified. Yeah, when we're I'm, when we're off air, because she might actually listen to this, oh, I'll give you another. She'll never listen to this. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I didn't give it. I didn't say anything specific. 
a nice little scarf and hat combo to go with um, mm-hmm. whatever you yeah, find on Uncommon Goods. Something soft and cozy. A blanket or I wouldn't yes. say going into Home Snuggy. Goods and looking around there for a little something something. Our yep. friend Sarah wore the most ridiculous bag jacket thing. Did you see Sarah wearing that sleeping bag with the armholes that she could stick her arms out the sides? And Ooh. she called it her Snuggy, but it was it was like sleeping bag Jess, is there anything you want for Hanukkah this year that you want to tell us about? I already got it. I got myself an Apple Watch. New friends? Oh, that's right. She did. Hey, hey, no new friends. Um, John, is there anything you want for Christmas? Honestly, no. I get everything that I want. I buy. I'm, my, I'm a good gift giver for me. For me, I'm an excellent <laughs> gift giver. Everyone else, not so much. I can see that. I could see Jessica, that. Jessica, there is yes. a picture of somebody who has inflatables on their front lawn. Yeah, who Where is, that? is yeah. that? That nutcracker that's bigger than the house? Where is that? That is my neighbor. You can see in the picture that like the nutcracker, like the Santas are sort of like, you know, maybe they come up to the front door size. And then the nutcracker is like the beast of burden on it the could front look in the second story window. Like-, like it's looking in the window on the second floor. Like it's really creepy. So is that right outside it, your window? You guys can see and maybe your reactions will be funny. That's Fucking offensive. No, no one can see this. Right. Well, I see the picture that you took. That's enough for me. I, I see a curtain. I see white light like I'm going to the Lord. Hold on. Now we're making noise. Now we're dragging. What? We can't. No. We can't win. All right. So I have a question for you. <laughs> Yes, it's staring right out my bedroom window. Why does it have to be so tall? Why does it look so angry? Isaac was like, who's that man? I was like, what man? <laughs> He's never going to sleep again. I mean, it's it's creepy as fuck. So can I ask that you a, a question? That turkey they had for Thanksgiving wasn't friendly either. All right, so here's my question to you. The blow-up Christmas decorations or the blow-up any kind of decorations, is that the white trash of decorations? Because in my opinion, it is. As a Jew, I don't know that I could comment on this, but if forced at gunpoint, it's fuck a little yes strange. it is. It's something that they're all dead on your front lawn until a certain time during the day where they all come to life and they all stand no, up. No, they're and, not because they, yeah, they're on timers. Yeah, it's oh, you mean they sit, they're not blown up all the time? No, they're on timers. Trashy. I would say that I like lights better. I think lights are prettier. I think the blow-ups, depending on which blow-ups you have, like I pass a house that has Olaf and the moose and shit from Frozen, and that's kind of cute. But, like, do you need that many? It's not just the Nutcracker. It's also at least seven Santas and Frosty and his wife and fucking what else is out there? Hold on. But the Nutcracker is, like, 35 feet tall. At least. Like, it's a it's like a 50-foot like tall a high dive. Nutcracker. Yes. There's no, there's no climbing it or if it were to, by chance, f- get, like, unhinged and float away... It would be like being attacked by the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. That's how big it is. I would be furious if I had to look at that every day. Scott has a knife. That's all I'm saying. Scott got a knife for Hanukkah. Right. You know what you need? You need like a a blow dart. You drive by, you give it a... (laughs) And then next thing you know, one of them deflates. Well, also, it's a bit of a hazard. Like last Christmas or maybe the Christmas before, Laura was slowing down to turn into my driveway and someone hit her looking at that fucking house. Right. Yeah. And that's even before the Nutcracker was that's, there. That Nutcracker yeah. is frightening. He's new and he's not welcome. I'm not a big fan. Like, I I mean, Christmas lights and all that, I get all that stuff, but this is just like ghetto. It's, it's not even ghetto chic. 
It's so ghetto. Can we week. put this guy on our list of people we hate? Yeah. Yes. I think yeah. Somebody with all that Definitely. stuff is. But all the blow-ups. I'm not a fan of the blow-ups. Blow yeah, they're not. Dear listener. Yeah, I mean, even it's hard to find a tasteful blow-up. Let's just put it that way. That's hard. It's like putting a pool raft on your front lawn. I would rather them jack up a 1997 Pontiac without tires and put it on blocks on the front lawn. I think that. But don't you better. also hear? Because it has a motor that needs to keep it blown up. Like it's a constant um, noise violation, too. Yeah. Yes. No, I don't hear it from here, but I'm sure it is annoying. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that's that's very annoying. Jessica, do you have any people that you hate? Uh, No. There we go. Wow, after a weekend in Ocean City. No, she doesn't like have anybody. I don't she like can't. people right. nope, that interrupt late. a Nope, you had you had your I don't chance. Like people Forget that it. interrupt a conversation, but I think everyone is guilty of that. Mm, I could tell you that by this just this podcast. I know. We we talk over ourselves to some extent, but we also some. stop <laughs> at some point and let the other person talk. Okay. But like some people don't do that. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. It's annoying. It's frustrating. Yes. Did you notice at all, Melissa, that you're now trained to not do that? I am definitely trained to be a better listener because of podcasting experience. Yes. And as a result, did you talk less? Oh, I talked a shit ton less. Yes. <laughs> a lot. And it was noticeable yeah. to me because I thought, oh, I never mind. But I could. Mm. You know what? Maybe. A- yeah, How exactly. We- <laughs> the whole time I thought, oh, if I- mm. that sounds like my track on this show. You have show. to be the loudest. And I'm not. We're the drunkest. And I was and neither. And I was not. Right. We were not. And also my throat two. was hurting me from, I thought it was yelling, but it could just be, it could be a virus or something. Or the cigarettes you were smoking. Or that. No, because it was hurting before that. Oh, okay. Or that. I happen to have a people I hate. So there's someone in my life who complains about illness constantly and is always seeking attention for kind of fake illnesses or attention for fake, like non-authentic, real, just attention. Show me attention. Everything's wrong. This is wrong. Well, it turns out now, years and years later, this person has a real and serious ailment. What's wrong with your mom? And it's it's kind of like (laughs) crying wolf. Like after all this time of hearing this is wrong or this is hard or whining and complaining... I don't want to hear your voice, not to mention not what's wrong with you. It's wolf. It's like they spoke it into existence. They spoke it into existence. Yeah, they told the universe I need to be sick and die, and now you have it. Well, now there's something seriously wrong that requires a surgery that could be impairment-threatening, if not fate. Well, I think anytime you have surgery after 45, anything could go wrong. It could be just a... Oh, great. Is this somebody <laughs> that we know, that I know? No. You know, I know someone that used to always say, you know, if I ever get cancer, I'm going to take this person out. I'm going to go take this person out. Guess what? They got cancer. And I'm like, holy cow, go take that guy's guns away. How from serious him. is it? Because I have a list of people I'd like him to take out. How serious is the cancer? Is it going down? Is it imminent? Because I got a list. All righty. There we go. Very festive episode this week. <laughs> as a um, as a gift for myself, I will occasionally put items in a shopping cart and leave it open on a desktop. Oh, that's smart. Right, oh, and walk away does it ever and say, work? Has it ever worked? Well, I have to say, if you would like to check out of one of the seven open carts that are on the desktop downstairs in the office, feel free to do so. And then, of course, it all comes to me and the shipping, whatever, and all the updates come to me. But I had a sweater that I wanted from the Sundance catalog this year. 
and I could not rationalize spending whatever on a sweater. It was a tough it was a tough call for me. And of course, in perfect I am totally psycho and snooping on you style, the retail world sent me a coupon. <laughs> Sent me a, look, it's getting close to Christmas. Here's 40% off. And I said, well, there's no reason not to get that sweater now. Don't don't you think they did that because they saw you clicking around their site? You know, they they could have seen me have it in my shopping cart. They they see everything you do on there. And I left it there for a week. And then in the mail, email, I got, you do check email, right, John? Just not the mailbox. I do check email, but there's one section of email that I put all my stuff that I subscribe to. And a lot of times I just go in there because there's hundreds and hundreds of them. I just go in there and delete them. Do you want to see me give Jessica the heebie and the jeebies? Sure. Go ahead. Watch. Hey, Jess, I have 20,000 unread emails on my phone. Oh, God. Why did you say that? You were right. That really creeped me out. Look, there's the heebie. And there's the GB. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Why would you do Why? that? Why? Why would you do uh, that? Yeah, I got, now, I got the heebie-jeebies now, too. Oh, oh do God. you? What a horrible... Yes. Do, right. Why? Dear, dear Why? listener, do you clear out your mailbox at all times just to stay retentively anal or anally retentive? Or just I got to tell you something. Though? Melissa, now I have to ask... If, what is wrong with me? <laughs> I wonder if you wash your hands after you poop right now, because that's what animals do. <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is wrong with that you? That was funny. Hey, guys, let's wrap it up. Slip it. Rub it down. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this rare and interesting episode of brilliant observations i mean everything um, from politics to we covered friendships nutcrackers. we covered right. nutcrackers we covered boobs we've said it all we've done it all as howard would say thank you guys so much if you would like to send us an email you can email us at brilliant observations at gmail.com you can also find us <clears throat> you can also find us on the web that was painful at um Listen Brilliant on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can look at our show notes, brilliantobservations.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. We find you delightful. Bye. Love you. Bye. That's because you filthy animals refuse to wash your hands when you take a shit. What is wrong with you? And now it's on every screen and everything you fucking touch.